Green Team Academy podcast, episode 76. Tune in to hear my interview with Miladin Gayek of Plastic Score about how you can reduce dining waste with their new app. And before we get started, I just want to remind you to head over to greenteamacademy.com. You'll be able to find out how you can pre-order my new upcoming book, join our launch team for the Climate Action Challenge, where we are, our launch team is working to recruit 1,000 people to start or expand their initiatives in 90 days. And uh, you'll also be able to get the information about team talks. So if you want to join us weekly and be able to talk about your project, then you can start team talks for a dollar for 14 days to check it out. That way you can get the support, accountability, goal setting, all that cool stuff that you need to make a bigger impact fast. And finally, going forward, we will be recording episodes of the podcast on Tuesday at 9 a.m. live on Facebook on the Green Team Academy page. So if you want to join for that live recording, then check us out. With that, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Green Team Academy podcast. So nice to be hanging out with you in our socially distanced way that we have now. Um, But I don't know about you, but I have a lot more gratitude for all the tech people that created all this stuff because, man, this would be be hard. This would be really hard to hang out otherwise. So um, thanks to all the real electrical engineers and electronic and computer people I went through engineering but i think i didn't i didn't do any of this so anyhow very thankful to everybody that did so today we have a very fun topic and this one i mean everything i feel like every time i say it's near and dear to my heart but that's i guess because i always choose people that are talking about something that i'm so passionate about so i'm going to in a second here introduce you to Maladin Gayek with plastic score um, but one of the things you may or may not know is that, that one of my part-time gigs is delivering food for Grubhub. So after sitting behind a computer all day, I'll go out and talk to real people and um, it's, you know, get some exercise, run up the stairs, stuff like that. But one of the things that makes me crazy is seeing all of the waste that is that is generated through that. And And it's surprising too, because one place, you know, will have what looks like all, you know, like very minimal packaging and the next will be styrofoam and plastic wrap plastic and it's just like over the top. Um, So I'm really excited to be talking with Maladin today about his idea and what his company is doing to to bring that information to people and make it more transparent. And um, thanks so much, Maladin. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so nice to to be hanging out. So before you get into talking about this, um, just tell us what brought you. What was the story? What what brought you to be to be working on this? I know you and I bumped into each other. I think it was back in let's see, May or June, maybe last year. When yeah, we did yeah. A, a tour of the revision co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, this was, you know, just kind of a simmering idea, but now it's out there in a real 
thing, but what, what brought you to be interested in this, in this topic? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. So our team actually met at a startup weekend uh, in Boulder last May. So you met us or met me right after we started, uh, started the company. Uh, but we just all came into it for different reasons. You know, one is try out entrepreneurship. Um, I've always had, you know, wanted to make some positive impact in the world, whether it's climate change or plastic pollution. Um, but I didn't go into that with a specific mindset. Um, and then our co-founder, Paul, came up and they make everyone do a pitch. And uh, he came up and he just said, I hate going to Chick-fil-A with my family and having to stuff all the styrofoam and stuff in the trash can and barely fits. And we should do something about it. And that just, you know, like, yeah, we should do something about that. That's, you know, something that's annoying to me as well. Um, so we got together on the team, ended up winning that competition uh, with the idea for Plastic Score. And, you know, I was in a good position to jump off full-time into that and the other two guys also uh you know were looking for a reason to you know jump in the entrepreneurship game so it uh it really worked out it was pretty serendipitous wow that's such a cool story mm -hmm. you're kind of uh, modeling everything that i keep you know keep saying which is you know if you just sit home and think about things <laughs> or just do your best man you just can't have that kind of impact as you can mm -hmm. when you get together and just try to do something bigger and and like this you don't know and i think that's kind of a cool thing like the startup week mentality is you don't know if it's going to work or not but you know for sure if you just sit home and do nothing then it's not going to um, but maybe if you get together and i like also that you got some some training in mm -hmm. in how to go about getting a startup going um so so let's just start with give us a the quick overview of what is plastic score and what's what's it all about yeah definitely so plastic score is a zero waste rating app for restaurants uh we help people know if they're going to get styrofoam and plastic or reusables and more sustainable practices and with that we use that transparency and the voice of our users to show restaurants that their customers care about plastic pollution and then on the back end, help them improve their score and make changes to reduce waste and be more sustainable. That's incredible. It is just such a, a simple idea, but the fact that it wasn't out there, I know, because I always say like, wait, I just ordered food, but you gave me plastic. Like, why did, I didn't order plastic. Why did you give it to me? <laughs> so that, that kind of accidental plastic or accidental you know like mm -hmm. going if somebody says oh do you want to take some of this home and you're busy talking and you're like sure that'd be great and next thing you know it comes back your food is packaged in styrofoam and you're like oh no <laughs> what just happened i was trying to be uh eco conscious by mm -hmm. not wasting my food and how did that just happen you didn't get a i didn't sign any permission slip for this yeah yeah so so i like that term <laughs> accidental plastic how do people uh actually how about give us an example of of how somebody would actually use this this app and how yeah what kind of start to finish how do they get it how do they yep. use it just kind of walk us through that sure so if you want the app you can download it on the app store or google play just search plastic score and we're the only ones out there uh and then you can download it so it's got two sides that so you can leave reviews um, which then get publicized and create um, the review out there for other people to see and understand what different restaurants give out. Um, so if I wanted to leave a review, let's say I went to a pizza place, 
and they just gave me a cardboard box. I'd go through, you click leave a review. Uh, you just go through a guided survey rather than choosing a score um, for, the, for the restaurant. So it's not subjective where it's like, oh, I didn't like the service or I thought this was bad like some of the other rating platforms. You just tell us, I got a cardboard box. They included a receipt with it. Um, they gave me you know, utensils I didn't ask for or napkins I didn't ask for along with my order. So we take all that information, calculate a score uh, through our platform and that gets posted out there for other people to see. Uh, so that's the first part is getting folks to get out there, leave reviews, helps you track your own waste. So you can see, you know, hey, this is how much waste I'm generating when I go out to eat, getting takeout, or even going to dine in. Um, so you can see, you know, what kind of waste impact you have. But it also gets that rating out there into the transparency. So restaurants start taking notice uh, and they can say, oh, you know, I didn't know that people didn't really want to get utensils unless they asked for them. That's the way I can save money and be better for the environment. So it brings more attention to sustainability in the same way that Yelp and Google reviews bring attention to uh, customer service. So try and use that same kind of uh, incentive structure to get restaurants to go all in on sustainability. Here's another tip. This is exactly what, what Maladin and his crew are doing is this idea of finding an exemplary model. Like you never have to start from scratch with anything, no matter what you're doing, if you want to do tree planting or you want to start a neighborhood green team, then figure out what is the best model that is already out there. So this idea of rating a restaurant on something um, that you can, you can look and see how is Yelp doing it or how are some other sustainability grading systems doing it. You don't have to start from scratch. Use their millions of dollars that they have put into product development and, and uh, lean on that. Don't never start from zero, start up there around 90. How does it work? What's the difference between if you are dining in or you, you do takeout or maybe you order from a service like Uber Eats or Grubhub or something like that? Yeah, so we have options for whether you dine in or you take out. Uh, the question structure is a little bit different for dine in versus takeout, but it's pretty much the same. You tell us what kind of um, materials you got. Did you get styrofoam? Did you get plastic? If you were dining in, did you get a reusable cup or did you get a compostable one? Um, and then based on that, we give a score for the amount of waste generated, uh, as well as did it go to the right place? If you're dining in, did the compostable cup actually go in the compost or did it go in the trash? Um, so we take all those things into account. You just follow our survey. We make, try to make it super easy for you to just, you know, look at a couple labels, count a couple items that you got, uh, and then we'll develop the score for you. So we cover all things from dine-in, takeout, and delivery uh, to produce rating. So our rating is from one to five turtles. So turtle is really kind of our, you know, it's our mascot. It's really when a lot of us started noticing how big plastic pollution was with a video of the turtle with the straw in its nose. Uh, kind of really brought everything full circle to this being, you know, this is a huge issue. It kind of came to us in, you know, more so the mainstream where we didn't really hear much about plastic straws or plastic pollution four or five years ago, but then that kind of happened. The movement started growing and, um, you know, it's just something that you can't, can't unsee once you've seen it. Plus it looks like a star. So kind of uh, matches up with the star rating systems uh, that are already out there. Nice. So it's kind of a nature version, an animal version of the star in the, the shapes exactly. that's recognizable and then connects to that, that bigger mission. I know that there's a lot of uh, programs around reducing straws, the use of straws, but all of us know it's like, pff, that's nothing compared to everything else that's, that's going on. 
Um, so what about like if your food comes in a plastic bag, is that also um, yep. counted in there? Exactly. So pretty much everything that you can receive, we let you count it and tell us, um, you know, how you got it. Did you request the bag or was it given to you automatically? Um, so we count all those different things and adjust the score based on those items. So we'll make sure we understand whether they have a bag, um, whether they're actually composting compostables, whether it's something that just looks degradable and says, you know, bio-based versus an actual compostable certification. So we help guide you through um, whether something has the right stamp on it to be composted versus, you know, trying to avoid greenwashing and some of those other things that are out there. That also helps the restaurants as well. When we see restaurants that have, you know, other degradables, bio-based things, they may be paying more thinking that they have some that's compostable, but they just don't have the information on what is actually compostables, what all the certifications and labels mean. And we're hoping to help spread that information because as we found out digging into this, it's pretty confusing. Um, so restaurant owners are some of the busiest people on earth and they definitely don't have the time to dig into it all. So we're hoping to bridge that gap help them do right, help them understand the landscape and help do the work for them. That's cool too, that you lead people through it because I mean, it's just insane, the amount of complexity and, and what's, com you know, what's recyclable, what's compostable, like for any one person to actually stay on top of all of that. Um, mm -hmm. So to just, just have that. What, what do you think, Mladen, is one of the biggest um, Okay, I don't want to use the word sin. What, what is one of the most negative practices that, like if, if a restaurant was doing all different kinds of things, if there was just one that you'd encourage them to, um, to step away from, it's, I don't know if you can break it down like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll list two, the two main okay. ones that are just, if every single restaurant in the world took this small step, it would be such a huge change um, worldwide, even if they're doing everything else. Um, in a lower capacity. So not including utensils and napkins unless they're requested. Um, that seems like a simple one that restaurants can save money by not giving people things that they don't ask for. Um, I think I've seen stats that it reduces the amount of napkins and utensils that are used by 80% if you make it by request. So that's a very simple one that most people, especially with takeout, they have utensils at home. It's easier to use those anyway. Um, and it's better to, <laughs> or it's a better experience. So that's the first one. And the other one is just moving away from styrofoam. Even if you're moving from styrofoam to plastic, that's a much better jump. Um, a lot of that plastic could be recycled um, if it's you know, in the right area. So just getting away from styrofoam and a lot of the, the potential health impacts. Um, styrene is reasonably considered to be a human carcinogen. So there's, there's different things about, you can even taste it when it like, there's like melted cheese on it or you feel a taste when it like leaches into your food. So you know, as a restaurant owner, as a chef, you're degrading your product by putting it in a styrofoam container. So those are the two things. If every restaurant in the world did that, I'd be super happy. Tell us about actually launching it. And as we said, you know, with products like this, I do yeah. the same thing. I'm like continually launching. Um, but, <laughs> but how about for you? How did it go during this time of the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely a, a curveball thrown at us. Um, but we decided, you know, we talked to our beta users and said, you know, should we keep going forward with this or should we, you know, like lay low? not really put anything out until we see, you know, how things develop. Um, and we just got an overwhelming response that, hey, let's put it out. Let's get feedback. We really want to use this and keep uh, bringing back, um, you know, this data and collecting it and helping ourselves make better decisions when ordering takeout because, you know, the turn to delivery and takeout has driven up plastic waste tremendously. So this is definitely a tool that can help people 
find out where they want to go. There's definitely, you know, we had a consideration on, you know, is this, you know, kicking restaurants while they're down, you know, adding another rating system. And, you know, we're always conscious of how are we, you know, working with restaurants, how are we being fair to them? And, you know, our step here is just to work to highlight restaurants that are doing things really well. And for other restaurants that maybe, you know, um, still give out utensils and napkins automatically and give out styrofoam, just helping them do small improvements that save them money even during this time. So giving them options to still improve. We're not like looking for perfection, but we really want to reward those incremental turtle steps. We call them for jumping up and we'll highlight restaurants um, that are, you know, just trying to do a few things better, even if they're not completely perfect. So that's kind of how we're approaching it. And it's definitely a, a turbulent time. A lot of restaurants don't have time to think about sustainability right now. Um, so it's, you know, we're working the best we can with them, trying to support the community and we'll see how things uh, develop as we keep going through this crisis. Yeah, well, that, that sounds like a really good approach. I know one of the, one of our neighborhood organizations um, said that they, they started doing something. Um, it was like Takeout Tuesday, where it's a mm -hmm. sustainability yeah, yeah. group, and they, they recommended that people support their local restaurants. And it was, they said, you know, on one hand, yeah, there is more um, packaging, but on the other hand, these are people that are part of our community and we want to support them through this. So I think that's that kind of compassion will will pay off in the long run that we're all just trying to do our best and these are crazy times. And the, the other thing is I was listening to a, an interview of a restaurant owner that said they had this, the first shutdown order came, they rested for two days and then they opened back up and started cooking food for hospital workers. Mm -hmm. And and they like completely changed their menu. They changed everything overnight. And I, I do feel like restaurants, especially the smaller ones, are very nimble. And mm -hmm. and that is that's really what it's gonna take for us to to uh, get a hold to turn this this whole climate crisis and the whole plastics crisis, all the different environmental uh, ecosystems that we see that are facing collapse is people being nimble. And I do think mm. that restaurant workers, uh, the restaurant industry really prides itself on just being able to, to change up on a dime. And, and it's been really impressive to see how people have changed their whole, their whole thing overnight, really. Um, so, so I would think that having this little bit of information as they're making those decisions, um, that this could this could be a time if they're changing everything to uh, to consider this new information. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that we're trying to just step into that role of through our rating system, we can find the restaurants that are doing really well, um, as well as the ones that may not be doing so well, and take the best practices from the restaurants that are doing great. Because there are restaurants, um, you know, in Denver, somebody, people, for example, where they have a reusable tips and exchange program. So you can get takeout from them waste-free, return the tiffin, they distance or disinfect it um, to commercial standards, make it clean as anything will be, and then give you your new order in a, in a fresh one. So you can still have zero waste takeout. Um, it's being done. And we just want to show other restaurants that, hey, it's not impossible. Here's a guide. Here's how others are doing it. And be that resource for spreading the best practices from around Denver, around the country, for how restaurants are able to reduce waste um, and show others that, you know, it's not that hard. So we want to be in that position. And uh, in terms of, you know, ordering takeout, we're 
we're an app that's, you know, we love restaurants first. We didn't start this because we, you know, wanted to stop plastic waste from restaurants just by not going to restaurants. I love going to restaurants. I go all the time. Selfishly, I just want to keep going to restaurants without worrying about waste. Um, that's kind of the, uh, the end goal. So I want to eat out as much as I can, um, but not have to worry about, you know, my impact um, from waste. So that's, that's why we started it, to try to make it easy, not to tell people to stop going to restaurants or stop um, doing different things, but, you know, help slowly move the needle, reduce waste, and hopefully get to that world where it's pretty easy to live sustainably. And can you say again the name of the restaurant and what did you say was the, how are they packaging things so that it's reusable? I didn't catch what sure. you said there. Yeah. So it's Somebody People. They're over on South Broadway in Denver. Um, so they have these metal tiffins. They're like these metal containers, kind of like cookie containers that are stackable. That's called a, a tiffin? tiffin? Yeah. I learned I had word, no uh, idea what that, that word meant. Yeah, so tiffin, I forget where the origin of the word is from, but uh, they're really cool. They're just stainless steel containers. Um, they'll work better than your tupper, Tupperware that's plastic because you know it's not going to leach anything into it and it's much more durable. Uh, but they do a program where when you go to their website to order, you can just hit pack it in a tiffin. Um, and then uh, for your first one, you just have to buy the tiffin and they'll take $10 off the price of it for your first round. But every other round, if you have one to exchange, you give them the old one, they give you the new one and you keep going from there. And the other thing they do is uh, they give you their drinks that they're selling in glass jars. So you get a glass jar, you can keep it for your own uses or they'll take it back and wash it um, if you don't you know, need it at your home. So they've got a pretty cool system going on and it's uh, really awesome to see. Wow. That's so amazing. And that's, that's the other thing that I always um, remind people is that when somebody says it's impossible, if you can just find one person that's doing it, then, then it's like, it's no longer impossible. Yeah. And that, that really makes your job easier. And so this idea of, of gathering up stories, I know like same cafe is a, uh, you know, um, provides food for people in exchange for either, you can either pay what you want or mm -hmm. you can spend time working there, but they have composting in their area. And this is, they're serving a lot of people that are experiencing homelessness. And mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting because if you talk to a lot of coffee shops and folks, they'll say, oh, you know, the people that come, they'll never, we can never educate them on how to do this. And it's like, well, wait a minute, you probably have like a mm -hmm. lot of regulars and you're, well, I mean, at same cafe, there's a lot of regulars too, but you know, when you, when you find a, a, a restaurant that's making it happen, that really inspires. What's, is there another story that you think of another restaurant that you want to mention that's doing something kind of cool? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, up in Crested Butte, uh, Montanian Distillery. So they're, uh, like a zero waste rum distillery in Crested Butte. And they also have a tasting room and um, a, a restaurant at their location. So they are just, you know, are just passionate about zero waste from the core where everything comes from, you know? So they, they figured out a way that they are still able to do uh, in a COVID safe way, um, letting people use their own personal containers uh, for takeout. So they've got a system where they put it on a durable plate. It's all sanitized and clean. They set it on a table the person that is taking that order takes it themselves. They put it in their own containers. There's an across contamination. Um, and then they place it back in a place where it's not touching anyone else for it to be sanitized. So um, they're getting it done. They figured out a system. Uh, we're working with them to like 
get that outlined and get that guide going so we can spread it out to everyone else that, you know, because it's understandable, you know, with all the safety concerns and not really knowing too much about how the virus is spread to go towards single-use items. Um, but I think it's just part of, you know, education showing that, you know, something that's sanitized right up, right away that is durable good is not going to have as much um, as much of a chance to get contacted by someone else uh, and have any contamination compared to something disposable that's being moved around and, you know, can't really get washed. So just um, providing some education to dispel wow. some of those myths, working on the evidence and, you know, showing restaurants, hey, this is an option when you're ready to take it. And it may be a slow progress, you know, it's, it's a tough time and, you know, we're not yelling at anyone for not doing these things. <laughs> we're just showing them that, hey, this is an option and we're gonna help you um, if you want our help. That's neat. So you're saying in addition to the rating system, you're also really kind of coaching them. And this, this is another thing that I've seen like in my experience being trained as a wellness coach, I realized so much of that is applicable that like overcoming an addiction <laughs> is <laughs> it, like what that, what you need, you need a support system, you need small mm -hmm. goals, you need to be able to talk about those deeper issues that are maybe causing you to react in a certain way. Like you really need um, a lot of different things that, that work if you're doing addiction recovery. And so what I love about this is that you're not just dinging them. Um, and I think a lot of the environmental movement has suffered from that kind of mm. that, um, that perception that that's what people sure. are doing. And we're just telling you, no, don't do that. Don't do that. You're bad. <laughs> and instead what you're mm -hmm. saying is like, Hey, you know, you said you couldn't do this because like you used to, and now you can't. Well, would you like me to tell you about a place that has figured out a, a way to do it that actually saves them money that their customers like? Um, that's a really gentle and effective way to facilitate change. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those uh, imperfect environmentalism. Um, that's kind of, when I saw that phrase, that kind of made me feel much better about, you know, what I was doing, where I was going. Because I know th there was a point where I was going, you know, like grocery stores and trying to avoid plastic. And I would just like freeze and just be super stressed because I wanted to get something and there was no alternative. And I'm like, I don't know where to look. Uh, and then I kind of realized, you know, I can have this. Um, I can still like keep living my life. And like, if I just do slow improvements, um, and then also try to holistically change the system so businesses give us more options that we don't have to sacrifice in order to be sustainable. Combining those two things made me uh, less stressed when I'm going about my life and able to make a bigger thing versus trying to do things perfectly, failing, and then never going back towards it again. So I think that uh, that step-by-step -step approach, just like working out or eating healthy or anything like that is, is definitely required for sustainability. Imperfect environmentalism. That's great. And yeah, and also kind of what you're saying too is this thing about when you just take it on as your personal mission that you have to make every decision right. I mean, because mm. there's that ends up being hundreds of decisions a day, maybe of, you know, should I do this? Should I, you know, should I walk? Should I, whatever? Should I ride my bike? Should I do, you know, buy this thing? Mm. Should I cook this? Where does this come from? It's really overwhelming and it's also not yeah. that effective because even if you did it everything perfectly personally like i love the quote annie leonard says personal decisions are a great place to start but a terrible place to stop and so mm -hmm. what you guys are doing is saying 
you know what, beyond my personal stuff, how can we, how can we bring some transparency to this and bring some solutions um, that, that people can really benefit from. And so, so what, what are you, what are you looking for now? How can people support you? What is going forward? What, what kinds of things are you guys looking for in order to kind of take it to the next level? Yeah, definitely. So I guess a couple of things would be um, go on the app store and Google play, download our app, um, try using it when you order takeout and dine in and give us feedback, plastic score, find it online. And then yeah, really give us feedback. Let us know what's not working, what is, cause that helps us keep improving it and making it better. So, um, you know, we can take this across the U S and worldwide and it is live across the U S now. Um, but you know, we're always trying to improve, make our rating system better um, and figure out ways that we can make the user experience great. And then the other part would be if you know any restaurant owners or people that work at restaurants that are interested in getting some help or, you know, having us give them a shout out or helping them market some of their sustainability initiatives, we'd love to help them. Um, so they can just shoot us an email and we talk through anything that they're working through. Perfect. That's really neat. Uh, one of the people that just went through the action plan retreat I did in May, she has a lot of experience in the restaurant industry. I'll mention this to her, um, but her... Awesome. Her recent thing is she recently went plant-based like over the last year. Mm-hmm. And so she's thinking, you know what? I could really help restaurant workers and chefs figure out how to um, go more plant-based and not just like, let's offer an impossible burger because mm-hmm. that's just another, in my mind, I mean, it's an option, but it's not, you know, you could do something with beans and mushrooms and some spices and probably come up with something tastier that has not really been like manufactured in the same way. Mm. Um, But anyhow, so I think there's probably a lot of other folks out there that really are excited about other aspects of sustainability in restaurants that will be great partners for you as you go forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, we'd love to, uh, any connection uh, that anyone has, we'd love to talk to them and, um, that's kind of how we've gotten here. You know, just a lot of help from the community, um, a ton of just great people in the sustainability space and the entrepreneurship space that have helped our journey along. So um, yeah, if you've got any ideas, just let us know. That sounds great. All right. So everybody head over to the app store or Google play and download plastic score and start using it check them out. And um, Laudan, if you want to leave your, Email address, I'll put that in the show notes or however you want people to get a hold of you. So if you have ideas of uh, maybe a restaurant that might want to to learn more about this or somebody that might want to partner um, to to help bring this message out, um, this is this is a really exciting thing that you guys have pulled together in just a year. That's really neat. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, you can uh, you can find our support email or contact email on our website, plasticscore.co, or you can email me directly at mladen at plasticscore.co, and we can include it in the uh, in the show notes just so, because the spelling can be a little tough at times. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> great. Well, and look at that, you guys, everybody in the green team, think about this, that these guys just had this idea of like, let's, couldn't we do something? And you don't have to know how to do the thing it, the important thing is really just having an idea and being willing to, to fail. I think that's the big one. Don't, don't worry about like, it may not 
succeed or in the way that you think it's going to, but just be willing to, to try stuff and see what happens and uh, get feedback and um, go through it all. I'm sure you guys had some bumps along the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The only thing I would add there is just um, find someone for your team because I think everyone will go through just the ups and downs of, you know, this is amazing. We're going to change the world to there's no way this is going to work. What are we doing? Uh, and if you have a team, you can balance your cycles on, you know, your ups and downs and keep going forward. So that's uh, even if it's not, you know, your specific idea or the thing you're on, a great team is way more valuable than uh, any specific idea. So go find your, go find your tribe and work with them to, uh, to make something happen. Yeah, that's great. And this, you know, this feeling of taking an idea that's so creative and rather than being handed a project that somebody says, Hey, Maladin, I need you to do this for me. This is completely different. And that's, this is the exciting part of the environmental movement is knowing that you can, you can just create stuff and make these really exciting things that are, that are needed and that are urgently needed right now. And there's often a pent up demand for it. So um, it's a really cool way to, to, yeah, bring a lot of meaning to your life and excitement and um, probably make some lifelong friends along the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The journey is, uh, it's an awesome one. So highly recommend it. And if anyone has any questions on the startup process or mobile app development, uh, feel free to reach out as well and we'll be happy to point you in the right direction. That sounds great. All right. Well, thank you everybody with the green team. I'm so happy that you guys got to hang out and meet Maladin and um, can't wait to be using the plastic score app with you. And that's probably going to spur some other ideas. So let's, let's get in there and make this stuff happen. And remember the time for action is now because there is no planet B. See you soon. And bye Maladin. Thanks, Joan. Thanks. Bye.